0: Don't forget to remember to always listen to an elegant weapon. Now hand over the psyllium, or I will use one of them on you. An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis
1: Studios.
0: What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age.
1: Cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. I got that
0: feeling.
1: Mm, Damn, that familiar feeling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an elegant weapon, episode 146. Seven My name is Jay. The Jedi Ross. please excuse me while I flicker my dick.
0: In the cavernous basement of this house, in a chamber hewn from the living rock of the mountains, is the strange, dimly lighted, mysteriously secret Batman's Cave.
1: Watcha How's it going, kids? Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. The show that you love. The show that you know. The show, that's me here, smoking weed, talking about things like Star Wars and comic books and all those other exciting things that run through our minds all day. I get us all amped up. A lot has gone on, kids, since the last time I spoke to you. Uh, it's free comic book day. I'll start there. Um... It was great. had a lot of fun on Free Comic Book Day. Of course, I went down to my LCS, Altered States Comics, in Clarkson, Ontario, Canada. And I love my guys. Dave, Doug, I got to give you guys major props year after year because you ain't laying down no drama, no bullshit. You know what I mean? You order every box of free comics that you could get from every company. Then you open those boxes, and then you put those comic books onto a table, several tables, that a big line forms out front your comic shop. You let them in, and everybody picks up whatever the hell they want and takes it home with them. None of this, you gotta buy two comics to get one comic. And if you don't buy them two comics, well, you can't have the free comics, because... Why would we want you to have absolutely free stuff on free comic book day? Uh, It's kind of ridiculous, but uh, these guys know what they're doing. They've been around for 25 plus years. Altered States Comics, Clarkson, Ontario, Canada. They survive uh, fires and shit. They used to be beside this restaurant in this other location, and it blew the fuck up, man. No shit, man. Blew the fuck up and, like, this oven stove thing, like, blew up and, like, flew out the front window, man. Right onto the middle of Lakeshore Boulevard, dude. Crazy as shit, man. And, unfortunately, the wall that caught fire, all the smoke damage came through under their classic book wall. They happened to have their books out of the plastic because they were actually rebagging them when this whole horrible incident occurred. They lost 200 thousand comic books oh hold on that needs to draw oh man that hurts my brain 200,000 comic books but luckily of course said comic books were of course insured and they popped right back up again down the street in the location they are in now and uh doing it right They take care of me. They're good guys. So if you're in the area, you're looking for a good comic shop. I know you got tons to choose from out here in Ontario. But if you're in the Clarkson, Mississauga area, check out Altered States Comics. Dave and Doug, they've been doing their thing for a long time now. And they know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. They know how to lay things down. You want to ask them a question, the odds are they're going to have the answer for you. Especially if it's coming about the comic books. You know? You know. Comic books. Good times. So... Uh, I haven't even had a chance to read all those ones, but I would like to point out Bodhi Troll, our good friend Jay Fosgett, he put out a book for Free Comic Book Day, and it's a Bodhi Troll adventure! So please, go check out my friend, Bodie Troll, man, and what he's up to doing. All the crazy, crazy monster stuff that Bodie Troll is embarking on Um, yeah so that happened Free Comic Book Day was very very good the day after Free Comic Book Day now that's a special day that's a super super duper special day I went to the Ontario Collectors Convention's presentation of the 80's Toy Expo at the beautiful Delta Hotel in Meadowvale, Mississauga, Ontario, Canada that's right Oh, I love these Ontario Collector Cons because they're very often in my own hometown of the L5... Whatever. I'm down in the L5J. It was kind of more up in the L5G or something like that kind of shit. But, you know, still, 10-minute drive from my house. Always fun for a fantastic show. Uh, Toys, 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 and more toys. Old toys, new toys, in-between toys, crazy toys. Uh, Went there with with a buddy of mine, and he bought some toys. He's a Kenner collector. And he got some cool stuff. He's also, uh, you know, pretty hardcore into the Star Wars, of course. Um, I got some turtle stuff for my little boy. My little boy. He now has claimed to me that he he, he doesn't like superheroes anymore, Daddy. I don't like superheroes anymore. But he doesn't know that it's just a, a flubby phase because he's so excited about the Ninja Turtles right now, which is really, really fun. And it's such a strange thing. I was so into Ninja Turtles when I was young. i just crazy in the Ninja Turtles. And I was drawing them all the time, as we all were, I'm sure, back then. Um, and, you know, running around. Calabunga. Of course, generations turn, pages turn, things become booyah kasha. But the cartoon is fantastic. Ties to the past, of course. Raphael into the Donatello goes Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson, you're going to be a Denver Comic Con. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Rob Paulson. I'm going to find you and I'm going to podcast with you. If it's the last bloody thing I do, Rob Paulson, it's going to happen and it's going to happen in Denver. So that's coming up so much is coming up the week before that Motor City Con but anyways back to the 80s ex- uh, toy expo that I was just blabbering on about good times always have great guests in the past I have interviewed Townsend Coleman uh, Michelangelo of the original Ninja Turtle cartoon which uh you may or may not have heard if you haven't go back and check it out listen to it it was good times Uh, I've talked to the 501 at past shows. It's always a good time. Now, they've stepped it up to an absolute super step it up this year. Guest of honor sitting next to Mr. Ted DiBiase. Mr. Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. You may not know the name, but I guarantee you know the voice. And you may know four to 500 of the voices. You, of course, know... Winnie the Pooh, you of course know Tigger, you of course know Darkwing Duck, you of course know the pirate Hondo from the Star Wars Clone Wars, that was him at the beginning of the show, Jim Cummings laying that shit down, the guy's done too, far too many credits for me to just sit here and list, so check him out on IMDB if you need to or whatever, uh, Jim Cummings, he's on Twitter, at Jim Cummings Acme. Uh, He was on every Disney cartoon you ever heard in the 90s as well. I mean, I guarantee you, uh, you'll hear a couple of voice snippets throughout the conversation that I got to have with him as well. Oh, what an honor. What a privilege to get to pod with Mr. Jim Cummings. Just recently I heard him on Rob Paulson's uh, Talking Tunes podcast. They had the Disney afternoon, and that was a fun show. Definitely check out Talking Tunes if you haven't heard that podcast from Mr. Rob Paulson. It's everything you need to know and want to know and dream and fantasize about knowing about the voice of the industry. I also actually, uh, you should check it out, but I watched a really cool thing from Emerald City uh a whole bunch of people. It was Kevin Conroy, Jess Jess Harnell, uh Jess Harnell, I guess it would be the proper pronunciation. Pronunciation. Um uh Rob Paulson, Billy West, uh, Tara Strong, John DiMaggio, and I think the, and maurice lamarche and they all read uh, scenes from star wars as different various characters from their repertoires and it was absolutely brilliant it was fantastic check that out on youtube if you can either way back to the main point of the story was that i did in fact get to sit down with jim cummings the voice of winnie the pooh tiga many 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 more I got about 10 minutes, I'd say. A good little solid, nice little 10 minutes. He was super busy because, of course, uh, he's got a lot of fans and a lot of people. He's so generous, too. He was a super, super sweet, generous guy. Had some really cool stories. I'd give anything to sit down and have a proper at least hour-long podcast. Uh, What dreams may come, we can hope that they do. So the 10 minutes I got. I crammed him in there He was super cool You don't have to pry voices Out of him All you gotta do is Mention a name And he'll toss that shit Right out at you. Uh, Just mention a character To him that you enjoy Who's your favorite And uh, he'll acknowledge you Immediately right back As said character So that's that's just the mark of a giving person, a very selfless person, and that's the, uh, that's the feeling I got. I learned a lot about him. I knew he was from New Orleans, or at least lived there, and was into music and stuff, but he is all about that shit. He's a raging Cajun, so it's good times. Uh, you should listen to that right now, before I blabber on uh, for a bit more about a few little more things that I will come back to you and blabber on about uh, not a super prepared episode here. I must, of course, talk about the Avengers because I did see the Avengers. But uh, next week, I'm heading to Michigan. I got Motor City Comic Con. Check them out, MotorCityComicCon.com. I'll be there as official press. You can see who's all there. If you're in Michigan, if you're here in this show, you know who I am, please come say hello. I've met so many fine people in Michigan. I want that tradition to continue. Just meet, meeting more. The week after that, I will be flying out to Denver Comic-Con to, of course, finally meet up with our boy, El (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So I'll be meeting up with him as well. The other guy, Francis Fernandez. All we're missing is the Bach, 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 man. But uh, we'll make that fit one day. We'll miss you, Anthony. You'll be with us in our hearts, in our minds. You shall be with us, Anthony. We shall never forget you. Um, Points of Interest Podcast Network, of course, of which we are a proud, a proud member. <laughs> will be on presentation, we will be on exhibition, we will be in Podcast Peak, which is the area of Denver Comic-Can, of course, Comic-Can, yeah, I'm talking like I'm from Chicago all of a sudden, comic that'll be the part pod- uh, the, of the, the Denver Comic-Can, where they have the podcast, and the podcast peak, eh, so we'll go over there to the podcast peak, and we'll be there, me, Francis, and the Alhacus. And we'll be talking to you about all things good uh, POI. So all over POI, you will be seeing tons of cool stuff. Uh, Again, I'll pop back in. I'm kind of rambling on. Rambling. Having fun rambling with you guys tonight. I've missed you. You know, it's been a while. It's been a while since I just sat down. We've had so much crazy shit going on, you know? Sat down with Derek uh, the other day. You got your little Motor City Comic Con promo, extravaganza, pre-game, pre-cocktail, cross-pod, party extravaganza, Um, GTA Con, so much stuff, so much stuff. So this is kind of just us taking a little breather sitting here tonight, you and me. (sighs) Feel that breathe? Feel that breath? Okay, I felt that breath. That was a deep one. Okay, sorry, hold on. Let me get my head about me again. Okay. My head's back in check. I'm slowing it down a little. Sometimes you gotta slow the brain down. Okay, where were we? Let's try and focus here, okay? Let's try and fucking focus here, people. We need to focus, so I'm gonna focus on that I was introducing the interview, that I gained and garnered, for Mr. Jim Cummings, at the 80s Toy Expo last weekend. Track it out, me and Jim Cummings, right here, right now, coming to you from the 80s Toy Expo. I promise it's a video.
0: You go yeah um, man do you have a fun day oh absolutely yeah, yeah great yeah. place yeah a lot of folks a it's always folks. fun
1: for me at this uh show because it's in mississauga i just live down the street mm. and i never get interviews in my hometown never mind a legend like you ah so oh. uh, this is super super cool oh well very cool thank you uh my wife uh i want to pass on her gratitude uh i went home and dropped that autograph off oh, for oh, okay her and it, it brightened her day because she is feeling sick
0: Oh, and good. She to say
1: thank you because Pooh Bear is her absolute all time oh, favorite.
0: Well, tell her <laughs> to keep up the good work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I, I, stay bouncy. Both both. I recently, I brought up earlier uh, your recent appearance on Talking Tunes there, the mm-hmm. Disney afternoon. Uh, I love that show. Rob Paulsen, oh an yeah, cheerleader oh, for he's your a great guys, guy. industry, yeah, right?
0: absolutely.
1: So, I, listening to that show, I hear a lot of interviews and stories from people about getting into the business and the challenges and difficulties mm-hmm. they went through getting in. I'm wondering. From the other end, when you've built up the repertoire that you have built up over the years, does he, Are there any challenges there as far as like keeping voices straight, or do you ever need kind of audio
0: cues oh, to remember no, I, a voice? I, well it, every now and then you get a reference if it's just something you just haven't done in a while. But you know, I, I think once they're in there in your head, if it's one of your guys, you. I, I don't really, I don't really need too much. I mean, like for Darkwing or Tigger or, or Hondo or fill in the blank, you know, Taz, I, I don't need a reference for them. But if it was like. You know, the insurance salesman from <laughs> yeah, number yeah. three from that episode. Yeah, then, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, nah. Just, I guess you have a mental Rolodex, and uh, I think from singing so much and being a musician, there's a, a certain tone that comes into my head or whatever, and I, and I just glom onto it, and I'm there.
1: Oh, you know? so you almost remember it like yeah, a note kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it must I mean, help a lot being clear. musical, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah I, I didn't realize it at first, but, yeah, I mean, music, I think... You know, if you're a singer, it's it's kind of like getting a little extra boost because there's a certain musicality to it, it, it things anyway, um, you know, to the way people talk. Uh, in fact, Billy West it, put it put it that way as well, and a lot of us feel that way. It's, um, you know, there, there's a certain rhythm to the way that people speak. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Yeah, like you know, the I mean, a different, yeah. yeah. And, you know, so it's... Uh, you know, I think it's a—it's just a, a little extra boost. Right, right on. You know, because, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if you're doing an, an impression of a guy like, oh, gosh, I can't even think, like uh, what uh, Christopher Lloyd's guy, oh. well, the first thing you want to do is just get that oh, right. sound. And then from there, if, you're, if you if you hold on to that, you're, you're good to go from there and you'll be, you know, Reverend Jim or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah, or just
1: kind of build on top of it. For or whatever thing, example right? that is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you must work every day. I mean, yeah, pretty all much, the Disney yeah. cartoons, like you get up in the morning and are yeah. you one of those who works from home? Do you have a studio? Oh uh, Yeah, yeah? And,
0: and nowadays, uh, well, no animation or singing do I do at home. But I do a lot of promos and I do some, a lot of narrations and any and reads or an audition or something that people want to just hear. My take on I can do all that from home. But singing and uh, all animation, y- you have to go out. And and I like to, anyway. So, I, you know, I always say I have a blue-collar approach toward a no-collar career. So, right on, you know, right on. Which was very saying. cool
1: uh, when I, I was speaking with Mark Dodson, a friend of yours recently. Sure, sure. And he said, I was I was amazed by his story, how he went from hauling lumber... On Skywalker Ranch, he actually built the studio that he ended up recording Salacious Crumbing. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that's so, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that's working up from the ground. Yeah, you know there you I go. Mean? Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Um, it must splinters be splinters f- up. Nice. It must be mm-hmm.
1: fun. The past few years, seeing the surge in your industry's popularity. I mean, with I know that voice. Uh, yeah, and, you know, yeah. It's, it's interesting.
0: It's, people get more you more curious about the people behind the the microphone.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's come up because I remember when I was a kid, it used to be amazing when you'd actually get to see Mel Blanc. Mm-hmm. Doing his thing, or I remember seeing like the making of Roger yeah. Rabbit, and you'd see, oh yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Charles doing kind of his thing. Yeah, so, yes. you know, it's 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 an incredible thing. I'm glad you guys are finally getting the credit that mm-hmm. you kind of deserve. Yeah, it's but, I fun. Mean,
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, I remember seeing them too. And when I first started, there were, geez, I don't know, maybe 20 people doing it. Now there's like <laughs> 10,000. I, you know, and they, you know, like movie stars would never even cared about doing voices or characters for animation but that's all changed oh yeah so yeah, yeah you know,
1: yeah. sometimes for the good sometimes yeah. for the better but it's yeah, nice to not see all, that they're not
0: all robin williams that's yeah. for sure <laughs> and they're not, not all chris rock right yeah so. exactly <laughs>
1: um yeah because i I see no other industry where it's participants have as much fun as you guys it's ridiculous how much how much you guys are like not just friends but it's an insanely close industry like Mm -hmm. the way you guys will pass on work like i'm not right for this give it to whoever yeah 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 yeah, it's
0: yeah it's you know i i think you know that's almost like a given i've certainly done that a hundred times and and people have done that for me too and you know, it's just not that kind of a thing like uh, the, the face actors, you know, a lot of times they'll go in and they're worrying about their hair or their makeup or their this or their look or their that. And, you know, uh, I'm just hoping that I don't have a sore throat or anything, you know, and that's right. all. I'm good to go at well, that yeah. point. And, you know, and, and there's less of uh, ego invested in it. And, you know, it's, you know, it's just a generosity of spirit that, that we all have. And, you know, if, I, if I'm not right for it, then you know who'd be good at this? Fill in the blank. Right. And then, so yeah, uh, yeah it's it's nice. it's nice. I wanted to ask you also, kind of
1: stemming out of the King Louis thing mm-hmm. from way back when, when uh, he had a problem with you sounding too similar to the actual voice. Oh well, that
0: well that was actually after Louis Prima died. It oh, was, exactly. uh, yeah, he it was yeah, it was his. Wife. Okay, I thought it was yeah. him himself. No, no, no. He uh, uh, th- that was his his wife. See, they they had. Uh, disney had a thing and they still do um fortunately they didn't do it with me and lion king and ed and ray and princess of the frog but they kind of do a an impression of the character's face like the king louis in the original jungle jungle book way back in the day was that like 68 or mm-hmm. 97 um you, you know for instance like uh they they kind of took a caricature if you will of uh Louis Prima's face and did that on to... So therefore, there was a certain proprietary uh, thing that went Mm. along with it. I'm not 100% sure how that works, but I guess it was his wife uh, uh, or his estate or whatever that was saying, no, 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 no. And basically it was money. I was like, sure, yeah, okay. You want King Louis to come back? I know you got a guy to do him now vocally, but since it's uh, tied to the the face or the trademark or whatever, however that works, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can do it for way too much money in Disney's... I guess they just went, well, no, no, we're good. Yeah, because I, I get curious Because I things. missed him. I, I, I really wanted... I thought he was the coolest... I, I wasn't Louis at the time, obviously, but mm-hmm. when I was a kid and I saw Jungle Book, I thought he was the coolest guy in it. Oh, it was crazy. I was like, <laughs> dude, where's the... Bring back the ape. Yeah. Uh, I want another song like <laughs> yeah, that. Cause yeah, that yeah. And then I moved to New Orleans, and uh, that was a full-blown jazz funeral. And, and that is... Sa- that is Louis Prima and Sam Butera mm-hmm. and the witnesses. That was that was his band. Right, that right. wasn't like uh, you know like Hans Zimmer bringing in the the chorus of blah blah blah. No, that was that that whole that I wanna be like you That yeah. was them. Right. They yeah, played the they that played yeah, that band. That band played those guys. Yeah. So uh, and there's a great story that, that when the Sherman brothers went to Las Vegas to pitch him, they they told me the story themselves. They said, uh, "Well, we got this show, and and it's gonna be. We're gonna. We're, we thought it would be great to have a New Orleans jazz funeral style uh, marching ba- band number. Boo, boo boo, I wanna be like you. Boo. And and Louis Prima and Sam Butera are sitting around, they're all crossing their arms and they're looking at him askew, <laughs> like uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. So in other words, when you see us up on stage." You just think of a bunch of monkeys jumping oh. around. Is that what you're saying? Oh, damn. And Richard, well, no, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would put it that way at all. And and they go, well, I think you just did. And they put that. And they crack their knuckles. And they stand up. So what you're asking is that you want us to go out to your Hollywood and just act like a bunch of goddamn monkeys? Is that it? And he goes. Well, I wouldn't have put it that way, but I guess. And he goes, "Well, why didn't you say so? When do we start?" So it was like, that's a good story." It that's was great. So I fun. said, "You got to be kidding, right?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah," and because the, they were tough guys, they were all from New Orleans. Oh, it's like, "Yeah, yeah." What'd you say? You know? It yeah, like, yeah. They didn't mess it They'll around, play you right? under the table or I'll put you under the table,
1: one way or the other. So that's yeah. great. Well, it's good it worked out that way. Because I get curious about things like. So, you know, you've got James Arnold Taylor playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Amazing. Doing it, basically he's doing and he, McGregor. Oh, sure, right? sure. Right? So where does... Incredibly when, well, too. Yeah, incredibly <laughs> well. When McGregor, you know... Go ahead. Absolutely. No, I, just, I'm really sorry, no? I just
0: wanted to say that uh, my family and me are huge fans. Wow. You are absolutely like yes. the icon. You're the best, sir. Oh, God bless, man. God bless you, too, I feel more secure knowing you're sleep. out there. Oh, God. All right. knowing you are out there. You're out there. Thank you so much. All right, God man. bless you, sir. You're the best, man. Excellent. Be well. Thanks for telling me. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Oh, uh, that's got to be fun.
1: <laughs> so I wonder when... When basically, what was the point where his voice kind of became like open? Like when he signs on to Star Wars, do they basically at that point are they kind of like we can use the likeness of your voice if we want? Oh, oh, that one, oh, or do just, you think something separate came later?
0: Do you know what I mean? Oh, you like, mean oh, as far as like I don't know, I, I think I think. Uh... You and probably uh, you know with those guys. I mean, he, he first of all he lives in another country, so, right? Right. You know, he's in, in uh, not just Canada, England, mm-hmm. like a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bigger yeah. drive. Yeah. So um, and you know and he's probably busy doing something. So they they probably just tell them you know and see with George Lucas too. He he kind of owns a lot because uh, it started under his auspices, and uh, and he kind of uh, is the arbiter of his world. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So he probably you know you know had had something in the contract well if you can't make it we'll just have to try and get somebody to pitch it for you it's like like I do a lot of singing for guys that it's in their character mm-hmm. but it's not you, you know I just wonder if like separate so.
1: rights situations yeah, come I don't up know. you know i guess it's probably yeah. different things but i don't want to take too much yeah, of no your problem. time here uh, i know you're meeting but, wonderful fans yep. and uh, all that kinda okay. is, is there any way since we are pretty much a star wars podcast mm-hmm. could hondo possibly tell the people that they're listening to an elegant weapon
0: you know, ladies and gentlemen, assuming you are, don't forget to remember to always listen to an elegant weapon. Now hand over the psyllium, or I will use one of them on you.
1: You're an absolute amazement, sir. Thank you so much. I really hope you Was for you. That was incredible. Seriously, what an honor to to meet him. Uh, just uh, they're all so nice. These damn voice actors, they're all so nice. Every time I meet one, I'm seriously I kind of squeal a little, and I'm like, "So I'm such a super fan of yours." and you seriously impressed me. I love your work, and I love your industry. And seriously, why don't you talk to me a little bit? We could tell some stories and trade back some conversation. Uh, you know, and they always do. So it's fantastic. I hope you enjoyed that, Mr. Jim Cummings. What a fine fellow. Uh can't wait to meet the rest of them, a few more of them. Hey, Denver, Mr. Jess Arnell, Maurice LaMarche, and you, Randy Rogel as well, but you, Rob Paulson, Yako Pinky, I'm coming for you. But, an absolute bucket list check off to have talked to Tigger. Because Tigger, the wonderful thing, the bell, the rubber, the bell, the mayor, thing, but um, the way. Yeah, what else happened? let me get past that, let me talk about, I went to the drive-in, I went to the drive-in and I saw Avengers, Avengers was amazing, it was incredible fun, it was absolutely stupendously full of joy and good times, it was in fact exactly what I thought it was gonna be, Marvel has a winning formula that cannot go wrong, and it has not. And we can expect it to not, because it will continue for fucking ever. And the recent things happening with Mr. Joss Whedon, personal close friend of the Drunk On Comics podcast, of course, uh, he quit Twitter. You sons of bitches on Twitter drove him off. You little, slimy fucking trolls I don't even want to call you trolls because that's a fucking insult to my good friend Bodie. okay I don't even want to call you trolls you're more sludgy you're more like like sludge creatures you know where the consistency of your being is like is like sludge just fuck off you got better things to do like in a million fucking years you could ever direct a movie half as well as fucking Josh Whedon but it is interesting to hear how even with him it did come to a head with Marvel executives uh it's kind of crazy uh, Marvel is so now addicted to their formula, the the Favreau, you know, fave, that they, they won't push. They lost an Edgar Wright. And, you know, Mr. Kevin Smith, of course, was going on about this other day, and I almost, at first I was like, no, I don't want Joss Whedon directing a Justice League movie, but then I was kind of like, wait a minute. You know, maybe DC has failed more often because of the chances they have been willing to take. You know, perhaps uh, things, you know, like The Watchmen, we got those things because they took a shot, and they took a shot on Zack Snyder, and it paid off, and it was a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be a billion dollar movie. That doesn't have to happen. That that studio will be thrilled enough if they get their money back, make a little profit. Anything on top of that, which is guaranteed, will be butter. It'll be gravy. It'll be a goddamn little cherry on the top of your fucking whipped cream. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy, all this stuff that's been going on. I'm over Marvel. Doesn't mean Marvel's not awesome. Doesn't mean I didn't love The Avengers too. I had an absolute, absolute massive amount of, to- of fun, good times on that movie. But this is just my own personal thing. I'm just I'm personally over it I'm not trying to talk shit about it I just I, I don't have much to tell you to get excited about I don't have the craving to sit here for the next hour and go off on the Avengers I'm just I've never been interested in those characters I've never been interested in those stories I've tried and it's fun and they are cool don't get me wrong like I, I, I don't dislike the whole thing but I, I don't feel the connection or the passion enough for the Avengers to you know you get too into it. So, yeah, Avengers came out. It was just like we all thought. It was going to be fucking awesome, and it was. So what's next, you know? Uh, I'm sure the Favreau formula now gets applied to the Ant-Man because, of course, Edgar Wright, like not like he doesn't know what he's doing. Right? <laughs> fucking bastards. Anyways, uh, DC props. Thank you for letting Snyder do his thing because you obviously are. Uh, You guys have no thing to go off of, so you're just trusting in Zach. And, uh, you know, around here, we like to trust in Zach. I trust in Zach. Trust in Zach. Also, happening right now, another thing that is very, very exciting. And that is the Suicide Squad. Shit's been released, bitches. Did you see that picture? Did you see the glorious team? That is David Ayer's Suicide Squad. I love it. You know what? It's different. It doesn't look like a superhero movie whatsoever. And that's what I'm digging. Harley Quinn looks a sexier. And she looks a good and a crazier. And I'm uh, really looking forward to this. Deadpool looks Fucking not Deadpool. I keep saying Deadpool. Too many deads and deaths and strikes and pools and shots. Well, this one's a dead shot and they all look great. Killer Croc, what the shit? So, anyways, this movie's being filmed right here in Toronto, which is super, super duper cool. Uh, not that a billion other movies aren't filmed here, but they're actually playing this one up real fun. They were letting a local news team, City TV, Uh, they let them on set and they let them shoot them while they were actually shooting the movie it was the weirdest looking thing coming through like a breakfast TV remote cam you know and as they're shooting the footage and there's David Iyer he's talking to them he's like yeah they were shooting like 13 feet from city TV news like front door and they were shooting in Young and Dundas Square the other night which is like kind of like Toronto's Times Square for all you Yankees out there all you Yankees out there that's what that did they're Times Square Young and Dundas Square In Toronto. So, yeah, super fun. Super cool that they're being so open about this. And they're having a blast doing it. Suicide Squad looks like it's going to be a really fun movie. Harley's kind of got that punky look to her that uh, you know absolutely fits the whole thing that it seems like they're going with the Joker of course we don't know I haven't heard personally 100% yet whether the Joker is going to actually have those tattoos Uh, I don't really care either way as long as he's fucking nutbag crazy but uh, Harley seems to have a couple little tats a little less toned down But she seems to fit the kind of Joker that Jared Leto might turn out to be that she would be in love with. But again, I'm just going off a few little on-set visuals, and really, that's passing a judgment that's totally RIDICULOUS! So, it's good times. Uh, What else is exciting that has happened? Batman's gone. There's a new Batman. Oh my goodness. What do y'all think about that new Batman? I'm not going to spoil it for you. A lot of people got really pissed off that that one got spoiled, including Mr. Greg Capullo himself, because it was bleeding cool. Bleeding cool, you got to be careful. That's not cool. You're supposed to be bleeding cool. And when you have a, a, a succubus effect to cool, you're not bleeding it. You're sucking it dry.
0: <laughs>
1: so Capullo wasn't happy, which was, you know, of course, obvious to see. If you were to follow him on the Twitter, at Greg Caputo, of course. Uh Yeah, not too much tons of other things have happened. Uh, a whole bunch of television has gone down that has been super fun. Please check it out on our New Point POI show. It's called CMYK TV. That is me, the other guy, El Haquez, and the Bachman. And we are actually bringing our pretty faces to you on this one. Yeah, so what we did, We took our pretty faces? And we put them on the screen. We went to the YouTube. And we started our show. And our show. Our show is CMYK TV. This was me. And those other guys. So check it out. This is about all the good TV that comes from comic books. Comic books. Comic book television. CMYK TV. Do it. Oh. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, of course. Two days later. My other show with the El Haquez. Tons of good stuff. Uh, the POI Network. People, please check it out. com. It's that simple. we got a little bit for everybody. We've got a little bit for everybody over there. So go check it out. Enjoy. Oh, what the hell else is going on? Not much. I ain't got too much else to share with you. I ain't got too much else to ramble on about. Uh, the weed has been good plentiful and strong the sun has been shining bright and sunny uh, yeah that's uh pretty much all that's been going on so i hope you enjoyed our jumping my little bit of a blather on before next week when we attend Motor City comic-con so i can't promise it will be an episode next week i really don't honestly don't think i will have the time maybe i'll spit another quick little thing like this out at you but, maybe not. And if not, don't be upset, because that means I'm going to be coming back at you with massive amounts of awesome coolness coming from the Motor City Comic Con. And again, check out MotorCityComicCon.com to figure out what'll be going on over there when I go over there to the Michigan land. Okay? So, that is all we are going to have this week on An Elegant Weapon. Okay then, take it east then, over. Okay.